0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com.
1: OBEHAVE is brought to you by Swipe it's. Literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. Go to SwipeIt's.com. S-W-I-P-E-T-S dot com. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore. The show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Artem as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets, and who's walking who in Renton, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails, garner great pet tips, and have a doggone fur flying fun time. So get ready for the paws and applause as we unleash your OBEHAVE host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Hey
2: everybody, this is Arden Moore with the OBEHAVE show on Pet Life Radio. And we're getting catty, everybody. Catty in a good way. There's not a lot of hiss and tell on this show. We are at this amazing cat show in Del Mar, California. That's how you say it, Del Mar. And I am delighted that one of the folks we're going to spotlight in this show that's going to the cats is Lisa Maria Padilla. And I love it because it's Lisa Maria Padilla. That's awesome. It's a great name. But she does great things for cats. And she is living proof that you can train cats, or maybe the cats will allow you to train them. Welcome to the show, Lisa Maria.
3: Hey, thank you very much, Arden. I'm excited to be here. It's a great show.
2: All right, so tell me a little bit. You've got some Abyssinians. Uh, we got some backup vocals right here.
3: Which one is this one? The one that is talking to you, and non-stop talking, he is, um, his name is Cyan Mooner, and he is a blue Abyssinian, nice. and yeah. next to him is his wonderful Aunt Racy. She is six years old and she's also blue Abyssinian. Okay, folks, I'm here at the catch show with Ziki the Cool Cat, you know, America's
2: Pet First Aid cat. And in front of our booth, drawing a crowd is Racy Mooner jumping through a hoop, rolling over on cue from Lisa Maria. you got a wonderful, talented cat. So tell me a little bit about, is it the breed? Is it you? Is it a combination? What
3: makes this cat be able to just dig performing in front of a crowd? I think some of it is the breed. It's a very outgoing breed. Yeah. But also, it's a combination of genetics and socialization. And I try to get my cats out there, young as kittens, interacting with people. And it just makes for a happier cat when they're eager to meet people. Tell us a little bio on Racy Mooner. Racy Mooner is a six-year-old Abyssinian, blue Abyssinian. I bred her, and I decided that I did not want to use her for my breeding program. She's not what I'm looking for in an Abyssinian, but... At the same time, her demeanor, her personality, is just outstanding. She's a very curious cat. She's very loving, and she was very easy to train. Give us a little tip. I mean, teaching a cat to jump through a hoop off the ground, I'm sure you did that, like, in two minutes. I think you can (laughs) teach a cat to do almost anything, almost anything for freeze-dried chicken treats. Ah, that's the payoff. Now, I use whole-life freeze-dried chicken treats. They're outstanding. But you always want to make sure that your cat is a little bit hungry. You don't train them when they're on a full tummy. And that's what cats go for. They're not quite the same as dogs. They do need to know uh, what's in it for me type of thing. That's fine. So give us a rundown of some of the things that Racy Mooner can do. Racy Mooner jumps through hoops. She jumps very high. I saw through that. It. We try to get a clean jump out of her, you know, so she's not, not hitting the hoop. She rolls over on command. She can jump from the floor to my shoulder and then walk out on my arm wow. and to get her treat. And she also knows some directional commands because we do trade shows, we do TV commercials, so some of that she's got to know for those types of appearances. And feline agility, right? She does not do feline agility. She did it once. She did get a second place in it, but her mother, Twyla Mooner, was the very first national feline agility champion for the Cat Fanciers Association.
2: Now, I want people to make sure they get to know you a little bit, so how can we find out more? Do you got a website? Where do we go? You
3: can actually find out more about at least my cats, at least Racy Mooner, by going on her Facebook page. Her name is Racy, R-A-C-Y, Mooner, M-O-O-N-E-R. And all my cats are Mooners because they all walk around the house mooning people with their tails up. They're happy kitties. Is that elevator butt? Well, I don't know. That's getting rather personal. Well, your cat's name is Racy. Well, they do. They're very happy. And a happy cat will carry its tail up high. And that's what I strive for. And even though they're performing cats, they're still my pets. So we're here in Del Mar, and this is
2: a Cat Fancier Association sanctioned cat show. Anything that surprised you at the show?
3: It's the largest cat show on the West Coast. It's always an exciting time, whether I'm showing a cat and I'm showing a little kitten this time, or just having a performance cat. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fun, so I'm always up for fun surprises here. It's a great show. Now, you're here with uh, Sturdy Products, right? I am. I'm here with Sturdy Products. And I'm here with Sturdy Products because I like the products. I actually use the products. So do I. Because we travel all over the country. And their carriers, their shelters are terrific. They're also tr- I use their shelters at home, too, when I have guys working on the house. Yeah. It's just nice. Well,
2: they're lightweight but high quality.
3: They're ap- Yes, they're yeah. very high- lightweight but very high quality. So we don't get hernias carrying their stuff. No, no. And my cats can bounce around in them. And never hurt themselves either when they're very excited. All right. Now, got to do a shout out to
2: Zeki. Come on, she's not an Abby, but what do you
3: think about her role as a pet first aid cat? She's a good girlfriend. She's a nice girl. She's she likes her din dins though. Yes. She needs to have slim down just a little bit, Arden. Okay, I got it. She goes. I'm trying to hide
2: my muffin top. She's a good girl. Yeah, you should see her in class. She really is born to be a teacher. She wants to help people oh, keep safe. That's so nice. we're brushing her teeth and all that other stuff. Oh, you yeah. can brush mine. Okay. My cat, so. Oh, your teeth yeah. are, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there something in the spring that we can do a shout out where you might be?
3: Let's see. I travel all over the country for cat shows. And uh, since I'm showing a kitten right now, I'm not quite sure where I'm going to be. But check out Racy Mooner's Facebook page, and uh, she can let you know where we'll be. Thanks, Lisa. Okay, listeners, we're going to be right back. Keep those purrs going.
2: we got to pay for this show by taking a quick commercial break. So sit, stay, and purr. We'll be right back.
1: Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back.
2: up! I'm Arden Moore, and I'm here to tell you about a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair. But anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent-pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. Right, Ziki? Right, Murphy? And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T-S. A simple solution for shedding.
1: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. OBehave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony of a household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet educator, Arden Moore.
2: Welcome back to the OBHA Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're here at the big cat show in Del Mar. That's in San Diego. Next up, we have the all-breed judge Joan Miller. We're here at the Cat Show, and I'm meeting the coolest cat people on the planet. And I have to confess, one of my favorite, favorite feline friends is the one and only Joan Miller. She's an all-breed judge. This is at the Cat Fancy Association Sanctioned Show. It's got
4: kind of a wild name here in Del Mar. And Joan, what's the name of the show? It's the Food and Water Bowl. We used to have our show on the same weekend as the as the um, Super, bowl? Super Bowl, yes. But uh, now the Super Bowl is next weekend, but we're still the Food and Water Bowl here
2: yeah, and I get thirsty every time I hear that, and I'm a little hungry when I hear food and water bowl. How many different cat breeds are represented here at the show?
4: Uh, I believe we have all 41 of our breeds that are nice. that are, re- are represented here. I think I'm not sure we may be missing a few.
2: Now, when you were growing up as a little girl, did you say one day I'm going to know everything about all felines? How in the heck did you get into this?
4: No, when I grew up, I had a dog. I think it was that that was the day of dogs as being pets, and cats were not considered pets. Cats and were only running around because until a litter was invented in the late 40s when I was just a baby they were not able to be in the house and during the 50s litter was marketed so that was a major change but I didn't have any any cats as a child my parents so how
2: did you get to be the you're like cat you're the cat lady oh. I mean <laughs> you were like a walking talking cat like, <laughs> oh, thank
4: you um, it wasn't until the late, the late 60s, I think 69, when I was married. and he, My husband had grown up in Germany. He had a cat, and he wanted a cat. And I said, well, we have to catch a cat then. We have to, they're on the streets of San Francisco. We tried to catch a cat. And then a client of ours, we were in the architecture and design business, said, you have to go to a cat show in order to find a cat. We didn't even know there was such a thing. Wow. And we came, and our eyes were just wide open. It's like a fantasy land. And it was our first time. I still remember that show very well. And we got on the waiting list for an Abyssinian and an American Shorthair.
2: Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Now, here at the show, you get to have the education ring where you give people a little lowdown on some of the breeds. Mm -hmm. You have a really rare visitor, the Siberian?
4: Yes, the Siberian is a cat that's about seven, I think he's eight years old now. I've had him before. He came from Russia. He's absolutely beautiful. He's a big cat, fully mature. He loves to be shown. He's still an intact male. He's still being used for breeding. They It's a very rare breed, so they need to, to keep their gene pool going. So he's, he's a wonderful cat.
2: And we're going to run photos of some of the breeds you mentioned with the show page. But tell us a little bit about the Siberian. Weight, looks, temperament.
4: The Siberian is a natural cat um, in, in uh, Russia. So they have a coat that, that stands up to the cold weather. And he has that kind of a dense coat. You can hardly get your fingers in it. He's got the three kinds of coat, the guard hair, the on hair, which is very, very soft. That keeps him warm. The guard hair is to keep the snow and the rain off of him. And he has the down hair, which uh, is very short. It's in the skin to keep any abrasions off of him. And so these are cats that are just, they're like the original long-hairs probably thousands of years ago. They have not What's his personality like? Personality, very, very sweet. Oh, he's absolutely adorable. And when I was in Russia judging, I I saw uh, Siberians on the street that looked very much like him. In fact, I saw a female in the airport once. It was really beautiful. I'd love to have been able to take her home. (laughs) She lived in the airport though sweet very sweet the russians care for their cats on the street they may they may not be in their homes but they're not like feral cats here
2: oh interesting yeah now we go flip from this very dense
4: triple coat to the sphinx oh the sphinx we have a wonderful one in our education ring and uh, she's a black and white but her color on her skin is pink and it's uh, got a gray color where 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 it would be black so it's very interesting
2: tell us a little bit about that breed
4: well, that breed is, is an example of a spontaneous mutation and it has have occurred in many animal species. There are hairless mice, there are hairless a genetic thing that can occur, all other hairless dogs too, in any, any species. It's a matter of whether you want to keep it or not, and they did want to keep it in cats. The ones that we have are started in Canada.
2: They're kind of clowns, aren't they? Oh,
4: they're wonderful. They've always been indoor cats because they and they wear sweaters and t-shirts even in the show hall to keep going warm. They don't like to be outside. They've always been, been selectively bred, so they're purposely bred to have nice temperaments, and they love to be indoor-only cats, so they're marvelous for people that maybe live in an apartment, don't want to have a cat that wants to go outside all the time. These cats want to be with people all the time.
2: Now it's my understanding. Tell people what it feels like to pet the skin of a sphinx, and that they're not just an they have some grooming maintenance needs, right?
4: Yes, we had a grooming demonstration yesterday that, that uh, people were fascinated at what it takes to to keep a sphinx looking like this one that we had here. Because the oils, the natural oils, are usually dissipated through the hair of the cat, but with the sphinx, they um, they don't have it. They don't have that opportunity, so they would get very oily. It's very easy to take care of them with a washcloth you can just wipe them off yeah. in the morning let them run around in the house and Get How would you dry. Describe the skin feel. When it's kind of like a, a chamois. Some of them have a little bit of a peach fuzz, but the one, some of them are totally without any hair at all, except on the nose. Well, you know, some bald men, bald is beautiful. Yes, it is very, very nice. That must yeah. be the Sphinx
2: model, right? Yeah, right, right. It's a
4: soft, it's a softer feel than the man, a bald-headed man, though. <laughs> very soft.
2: And there was a kind of a mutt cat hanging out, Ziki. I want to thank you for the opportunity for us to be here. And what did you think about her demo?
4: Okay she was wonderful. Everybody enjoyed it very much. I mean, she's just so placid and so beautifully trained to do anything that you want. Uh, everybody I, really I do think her. she wants to
2: be a teacher, don't you I think?
4: I so? think she does. Has she tried agility?
2: We're going to do it today. Oh, great. That's yeah. good. We also have a household division here. You've got some shelter groups represented. And before we say goodbye, you have this really cool thing you guys do to really inspire the next generation. The Stuffed Animal Contest? Yes,
4: that we started last year and it was such a big hit. We only thought we'd get about 24 kids and there were 48 the first day and the second day was about the same. So we decided to do it again. We had a, even a bigger entry this year. And tell they us can, what it's about. What? Well, they can bring any any stuffed animal that they have, and and we we have a club member that judges them, and they all and they all are darlings. They all get rosettes. Every single one of them gets That's a rosette, nice. and it brings them into the cat show. They get to see the cats for the first time. Their parents come. It it opens it up. Opens up a new world for them. For the kids to be here, they enjoy showing off their their own little stuffed animal and they care for them. And
2: they kind of pretend like
4: we have here the stuffed panda and right, they right. just do a little Right uh, there, there was a stuffed turtle and, and there were lots of stuffed animals here they were But the judges have a
2: little fun doing my. Yes, judging? absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely,
4: yes. That's where they, they present them. And now there's to the two kids.
2: websites I want people to dash to. I want the local one and the big guys. So okay, well the
4: lo- our local website which will have uh, pretty soon to be updated for next year's show but that'll be That's org, And then uh, CFA also has shows all around the country and lots of information for cats. And what is that one? That is cfa.org, www.cfa.org. So very easy to remember.
2: We quickly want to say thank you, Joan, for all you're doing for cats Mm -hmm. and for having this show here. You've had a great turnout, and keep doing what you're doing.
4: Thank you very much, Arden. We enjoy it very much. It's a wonderful show. You know, being here at
2: the Cat Show, it's not complete without talking to some of the amazing breeders of these 41 different breeds that are represented, and my eye caught the Tonkinese, and with me to kind of explain it is a breeder by the name of Barbara Borens. Welcome to the show, Barbara. Yes, thank you. And uh, tell me a little bit about the Tonkinese. Well, the
5: Tonkinese is a Siamese-Burmese hybrid. They're extremely intelligent. And they ride on your shoulders, they retrieve, they play hide-and-go-seek with you, really want to interact with people. They love other animals like dogs uh, and even a ferret. Nice! Yes, they had played with it.
2: They are friendly to ferrets. That's feline fine. Is that yeah. enough F's right there in that sentence there, Barbara?
5: I, th- I think so. <laughs> so how long have you yeah. been uh,
2: breeding uh, Tonkinese?
5: I've been breeding Tonkinese since 1971. Oh, you I'm, are committed to it. I am the original Tonkinese breeder here on the West Coast. Nice! And I worked with uh, the people on the East Coast and in Canada in the early 70s to get them recognized as standard breed. I even had to show them in household pets because they weren't uh, wow. recognized. And in 1984 with long, hard struggle. We got them recognized in Cat Fancy Association as standard
2: breed. That's great. Now, listeners, you don't see this, but I'm going to take a picture. And uh, this lady is wearing a tiara and a very, very sparkly uh, coat. Tell me the tiara factor.
5: The tiara factor is, in 1955, it was Miss North Park Toyland Parade.
2: Woo! <laughs>
5: <laughs> and so I've kept my crown all these years, and I also go in parades in uh, El Cajon City, Mother Goose Parade.
2: So is there anything at this cat show that you learn when you go to cat shows or something new you picked up, or what's something that tickles your feline fancy?
5: Uh, seeing the new breeds, because uh, every so often they'll accept the new breed, just like we did with ours, and it's great to see them. I, I love cats. I have always I started with uh, the Applehead Siamese in the 60s, and why I started going to get the Balinese, which was a mutation to right. long hair. With the Siamese, and I saw this little brown cat sitting there. This little kitten. And I said, Oh my God, that's so beautiful! And I did get the ballet, and I saw it in the paper about six months later. And I said, I want that cat. So I went back and got my first Tonkinese. Of course, they didn't call it that back right. then. We call it. It's a Siamese Burmese hybrid.
2: I like the Tonkinese. It's kind of a yeah. nice name. It's a yeah. nice name. Now, how do people find out more about you, Barbara? Do you have a website or yes, anything? Yes, I do.
5: Goat and tell us. Okay, Tyred.com, that's
2: T-A-I-R-E-D-D.com, and it has lots of information about it. Well, we're delighted that we swung by the Tonkinese booth, and these kitties are awesome. When they stretch, they're very, very long, they're beautiful, they're very agile, and I am so delighted to meet you, Barbara. Good luck at the show. Thank you. Hey, we're continuing our tour of the uh, cat show here in Del Mar. And I just, I did almost a hedger because I see lots of ribbons at this booth. We're talking about the American Shorthair. And with us today, we have Elizabeth Hamill and Carly Kellogg. Congratulations on all your wins, Carly.
6: Thank you very much. Thank you. And that was, thank you by Elizabeth,
2: too. So we're looking at the American Shorthair. And you go, American Shorthair, isn't that just a regular tabby cat? Uh Uh-uh, tell me what the difference.
6: Well, this is an American Shorthair Silver Classic Tabby, and this is a purebred cat that we've been breeding for about 10 years. It's been, they actually came over on the Mayflower. And American short hair cat basically is the foundation cat for all the domestic short hairs in America. This is America's strong cat, right? Yes, this is America's cat. cat. It really is. America's working cat. They were, when they did come over on the Mayflower, they were used for keeping the rats down on the ships. And then when they're in the country, obviously they bred with other cats that were here in North America. And so people that wanted to keep the breed pristine when it came over kept the the foundation stock and then it just grew year after year and then around in the 1960s they changed Because they used to be called domestic short hairs. They changed the name from domestic short hair to American short hair to distinguish the breeding stock from the domestic short hairs that you see in your own household. So they really are America's cat.
2: What are their temperaments like?
6: Oh, they are very sweet, very laid back, very loving. They'll greet you at the door. Do they make you lattes? No, not yet. Maybe someday. (laughs) they're smart looking at this beauty right here I love the deep pool
2: eyes yes I mean they just had me at eyes you had me at meow so tell me about the
6: ones that you brought here these are we have three males Uh, we have a a three-and-a-half year old Alex Hi, Alex and then we have two kittens a four-month-old named Roman and a five-month-old named Little Rock and how did they do at the show they are doing great
2: very good. I see
6: one, two, three, four, five. Five ribbons? Any yes. More, uh, any more competition today? Oh, yes. We have four more rings today and actually five more. Uh, possibilities for the kittens for their finals, because one final went into t- today.
2: Now, if people were interested in this breed, who's a good person for this kind of breed? What, what, what are you looking for in somebody to get one of your beauties?
6: Well, you know, they're just such a laid-back, easy-going cat, so really they're they're wonderful with all kinds of families. They can go to families with kids and do really well, as well as, you know, retired people that are just m- more mellow. It just They just really adapt well to... And these are no tiny cats. I'm just looking no. at the one Alex is on...
2: Elizabeth's lap and I'm just thinking is your thigh in pain no no he's about 12 and a half pounds though he's solid though yeah 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 definitely. Definitely. he's solid. He's a big boy
6: how do we find out more specifically about you Elizabeth and Carly do you have a cattery yes you? I am uh, Kellogg's cattery my husband and I have been breeding for about 10 years and you can find us at www.kellogscattery.com, and we're located in Maple Valley Washington all right pause up to you both and to this terrific tabby trio Wow, I learned a lot about
2: the Tonkinese and the American Shorthair. There's so many breeds here. There's 41 recognized, actually, by the Cat Fancier Association. We got more from the Cat Show after we pay for this show, including the new fast-growing sport of feline agility. So sit, stay, and purr. We'll be right back.
1: Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages.
2: pause up. I'm Arden Moore, and I'm here to tell you about a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair, but anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent-pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. Right, Ziki? <coughs> right, Murphy? <coughs> and best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T-S. A simple solution for shedding.
7: Let's
1: Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, everybody, this is Jackson Galaxy from Animal Planets, my cat from hell. And I'm here with Arden Moore on the wonderful Oh show on Pet Life Radio. Don't miss it. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Oh Here's Arden.
2: Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're here, Zeke and I, at the Big Cat Show in San Diego. And you know what? Dogs, you don't have a monopoly on the sport of agility. In fact, there's some pretty fast, agile cats. Being able to run through the chutes, leap over the hurdles, weave through the weave poles, and much more. And here to explain it is a very special person that trains cats in agility. Take a listen. Hey, everybody, this is Arden Moore with the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. Well, we gave it a try with Zeke in agility, but she picked of all days to have a shy day. And with me, Carolyn Withers. And tell me a little bit
0: about your background. Well, I've been an agility instructor for three years, and I'm working on getting Southern California and Northern California. I'm the only agility instructor in California. Nice. And I'm working on getting all of California happy with agility and more people out to see it and to participate.
2: So tell me a little bit, because people are like, is this dog agility for cats? What's the difference?
0: It's a little different. With dogs, you train them And have treats, and the dogs do their thing. Cats, you have to lead them through, but they're very smart animals, and once you lead them through, Uh they say, oh, I remember that. And sometimes they go back to their cage and they say, oh, I got it figured out. And the next time they do it, they do it better, and better and faster.
2: Now, what are some of the rules that you can use to lure them?
0: Okay, you can use toys. Mm-hmm. You can use a laser light. Some cats are clicker trained, and that works really well, but no food okay. in the agility ring. That? It's one of the are rules. Are going to stop and have a steak yeah. in between uh, yeah. obstacles? Some people like to treat their cats in the agility ring, and it's not allowed. It's one of the rules. Okay. You have to go... This way.
2: And tell some of the obstacles because we're going to show a little. We have a video of a cat. That okay. Did it, but you've got stairs.
0: There are 10 obstacles. Okay. You start at the stairs. There's two jumps, a tunnel, a hoop jump, weave poles. You have to go over the weave poles three times. Oh, wow. Okay. Hurdle. Two more jumps, another tunnel. That's
7: my favorite. And if the, I can
0: squeeze through there, that's my favorite, Carolyn. I want to final, jump through there. <laughs> and the final jump is when the cat's feet touch the floor you're over the time is done. What's a good time? Oh I've seen it done in eight seconds. Eight seconds? Eight seconds. Today we have 13 seconds. That's good. That's good. I
2: think Ziki if she was doing it would be 13 hours. Could she get a, a ribbon for slowest cat in agility? I'm working on that one. Okay. Working okay. on that one. So how do people find out more
0: about you and feline agility? Well for right now SRCatshow.com is where you can find more about our Santa Rosa Cat Club and my agility. On CFA National, there's cfa.org backslash agility. There's lots of information regarding agility, the the heights of everything. There's videos, lots of stuff on cfa.org backslash agility. Now,
2: would you ever want to come back as a cat and be a feline agility
0: champ? I'd love to be a cat and <laughs> do this because I can do this yeah. in my mind. You can do it in your mind. Right. And Ziki's doing it in her mind right now, but she's right. in the middle of a cat nap in the agility ring. That's yes. not cool, right? That's not, that's not cool. All right. The trick is to get them to move and playing with your cat is the most healthy thing that you can do. And most people play with their cats at home.
2: Yeah, we did it in our living room. She was doing great, but today she had a shy day.
0: Well, it's all the lights and the people. That's an obstacle to get over because even my cat's play wonderfully at home over the couch you know through the chair we would do it but in the ring it's a little different because there's lots of noise and lights in it okay we're speaking with carolyn carolyn tell me again those two websites cfa.org backslash agility should get you to the agility page and you can go from there and then there's my club in santa rosa it's srcatshow.com and if you go there You'll see a link for agility, and you can go from there. You can also see a lot of cats. You know, thanks for giving
2: cats another sport. I mean, they don't just sit around grooming and eating and napping, and it really helps them mentally and physically. It's an enrichment.
0: Absolutely an enrichment. All right. It's wonderful. Pause up.
2: Next up, as I said, this show has everything for all feline fans we've got purebred cats we've got house cats we have shelter cats and we also have some amazing feline products and here is one of my favorites it's sturdy products ziki actually travels all over the country in one of their carriers and she's lounging right now in one of their pop up condos here to explain a little bit about how life is so marvelous if you're a cat and have a sturdy product is the president of Sturdy Products, Penny Johnson. Zeki, the cool cat, travels in style. She travels in a uh, Sturdy Products Carrier, and then she's got this thing that pops up like a cat condo. It's got its own litter boxes. They're kind of a canvas material, easy to clean. And I got to tell you, Penny, we did 4,000-mile road trip from San Diego to Texas and back, and she was traveling in style. I thank you, but... Tell me how the heck did you come up with all these creative products and what's some travel tips for our our cat
8: pals? Oh hi. So great to be here. I well the company was started twenty years ago by Congratulations. Thank you. Rich Van Ingers created these designs. They're completely unique. They're our own designs. His first was the Sturdy Bag, which is a flex height carrier that people like to use on airlines. It works, we fly with Ziki all the time. Absolutely, it flexes down, can go under the seats. But our focus is really on safe pet travel. We want to make sure that when pets are traveling, no matter what product you use, that they have, uh, if they're in the car, that you can seat belt them in. Right. That they're in their zone of safety so they're not walking around in, in the car to become a projectile at some point. Yeah,
2: you got a start. way of, to tether them. And i got to tell you, I like the lock systems because Zeke knows how to open up a zipper, but you've got a way to put the, I put the little clip on it.
8: Yes, that was another safety feature that we added several years ago, and that's called a zipper safety clip. Yeah. And it clips your zippers together so that a smart kitty or... Feline (laughs) Houdini. Yes. Can't get their paw between, you know, the zipper... And spread it apart and pop out. And try to drive. Exactly. You can't drive. 65.
2: <laughs> but this is for cats and dogs.
8: Cats and dogs, yes. So what do we have new coming up? What's the well, we have... Uh, people have been asking for wheels on their on our products. We do make a carrier called an Incognito. Okay. And we are developing that product so that it will have wheels. Oh, and that should be coming out this year.
2: And what about any fashion wear? Oh,
8: yes. We have our first wearable item is called a walking vest and people can train their cats to use a leash and walk if they start early enough and use we like the vest we don't like anything that goes around the neck we'd rather have a halter type yeah. or you know a vest this is actually a vest with snaps
2: which is better than velcro
8: right well it's different than velcro in that you don't get the hair caught yeah in the snaps But it's designed by one of the best, by Lisa Maria Padilla. She helped design this vest, so she is a performance cat expert. So she really helped with the ultimate design of this vest. It makes it really comfortable and safe for when you're leash walking either your cat or your dog.
2: Now, I want to make sure people know how to get hold of you. Where can they find more information about
8: Sturdy Products? SturdyProducts.com or PetCarrier.com you can go right to our website and we have a lot of good content to read and some videos and you can always call us. There's an 800 number, and everything's on our website.
2: I know you're kind of at the booth, and it's a beautiful booth here in Del Mar. Is there something about a cat show that you really enjoy? Is there something that tickled your ivory this time?
8: Well, of course, because we walk the aisles, and we see 80% of the exhibitor using our products. It's very exciting to see all the pop-up shelters that are in use. We have multiple colors. It's actually changed the whole look of a cat show from those metal cages to these beautiful, colorful, pop-up shelters, and we're very proud of that, and we're very grateful to our customers.
2: We're speaking with Penny Johnson. She, along with uh, Rich Van Engers, they are the Sturdy Product team. I want you to go to Products.com or the other one is? Petcarrier.com. Oh, that's sweet. That's a good one, by the way. That's a good one. I love Penny. I love what you do, and I got to tell you, thank you for letting Ziki travel in style. Oh,
8: thank you very much. We just enjoy everything that we do, so All right. we appreciate it. We're going to keep getting catty, folks. We never know who
2: we're going to talk to next. Hey, everybody. We're having a great time here at the Del Mar Cat Show. And I would be remiss if I didn't have a very special friend and guest on the air. I'm talking about a Janice Garza. And she is with the collaboration of a cool cat named Sparkle, making you laugh and giving you savvy feline advice this cat is got some books and many things but i'll let janice explain so janice welcome to the show hi thank you for thank you for talking to me arden So tell me a little bit about, for the three people on the planet that don't know Sparkle the cat, give us a little low-down bio.
7: Oh, there are more than three people that don't know about Sparkle yet, and I do want them to know about Sparkle. She's been blogging on the internet since 2003. Hey, she's like uh, one of the paw pioneers. She absolutely is, and uh, she was blogging before just about anybody else that I know about, with the exception of, I don't know, I think pawsandeffect.com was actually blogging about a similar time but yeah she's been blogging since 2003 talking about her adventures and she actually started giving advice to other cats Dear Abby style after she was blogging for about a year and about a year after that she started doing book reviews of other cat books. Now when you say Dear Abby style there's a double meaning to that. She's a Somali which is part Abby so yeah so she's uh, Dear Abby with claws as uh, her (laughs) publisher calls her And at the same time, like, you know, people complain about things that their cats do and the way their cats behave. Sparkle turns it around and she wants to know from the other cats what their humans are doing that are making them crazy. So give me a Dear Abby, for instance, from Sparkle. Okay, um, well, I'll just randomly open up this book. And And tell us the name of the book so we can get people to run out and get it. It's called Dear Sparkle, Cat to Cat Advice from the World's Foremost Feline Columnist. And that's her second of two cat to Cat Advice Books. Good. Okay, dear Sparkle, after living at a cat rescue for six months, I have a new home but I'm not sure I'm happy here. The humans are very nice and treat me very, very well. Good food, treats, fun toys but there's another cat here and he hates me. What's worse, even though we are both full grown, he's twice my size. Every time he sees me, he growls and yells and chases me. And so, basically this cat's complaining because these people adopted a cat and brought him home and they didn't introduce the cats properly. Right, right. And so So, Sparkle's answer to that was, um, well, she was explaining this. She she goes, before you blame your unfortunate situation on the other cat, walk in his paws for a moment. (laughs) And actually, see, the thing is like, you know, when she says that, she's also like talking to the humans, walk in the cat's paws. He's been there for a while and has his litter box, his scent marks, and his humans arranged how he wants. Then you show up suddenly nothing smells right and he has to share everything with you, some strange cat. Even worse, every time he shows his frustration he gets punished. Maybe you wouldn't behave quite so violently, but wouldn't you still be extremely unhappy? You know, the problem is that your humans, well-meaning as they are, didn't introduce the two of you correctly. And uh, it sounds like they brought you home, dumped you in the middle of the living room and expected everything to be fine, and of course it wasn't. Smart humans orchestrate introductions by giving the new cat her own temporary room, separate from the rest of the house, and bribing the cat who's already there with treats and toys to make the new cat's presence palatable. If your humans wise up, they will return to square one and start introductions all over again. If they do nothing or the bully never accepts you, I suggest you tough it out instead of running away because the cat the, the, says, I want to run away. I can't sell this anymore. And your humans probably won't let you suffer forever and will either find you a new home or at the very least return you to the cat rescue so he can be rehomed from there. You know, so basically, she, puts it all, you know, she does put the blame when there are cat problems with other cats, squarely where it deserves to be put on, which is on the humans. And, you know, I love the phrase, Sparkle goes, wise up! Yes. Yeah, wise up. <laughs> yeah, no, she's like, she's very blunt-spoken right, to, to humans. And uh, she tends to be a little more, bit more gentle and sympathetic to other cats because being a cat, she's going to be that way. So what's something about the show, Janice, that maybe you were surprised or tickled by or delighted? actually, Zeke. Really? Yeah, I love Zeke. I, I, love, I love hanging out with Zeke all, all weekend. You got your feline fix, right? Yeah, I got my feline fix. I got, you know, every time you needed to take a break to do something around the cat show, um, without Zeke, I got to hang out with her, so I thought it was pretty cool. Well, you know, Zeke whispered in my ear, and she goes, you know, Janice
2: Garza, she's pretty cool. I like her. I think she's marvelous, actually. So, we want the people to know a little bit more about how to find out more about Sparkle and you. So, what site, Facebook, you give me the
7: lowdown. Sparkle uh, Sparkle's blog is www.sparklecat.com and you can find out more information about Sparkle there and she's got a Facebook page which is facebook.com/sparklecatfans. Okay. And it's all one, you know, one word all together. And, uh, yeah, so you can, uh, b- either either one of those two places, you'll be able to find out a lot more about Sparkles, Sparkle, and get her, um, you know, get links to her latest blog posts. And she's got an author's author's page on Amazon, too. So all you have to do is, um, if you go to uh, sparklecat.com slash, let me get this right, sparklecat.com slash books, like books, plural, it'll actually redirect you to Sparkle's author's page on Amazon. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. And the other thing I will put in here is Janice and Sparkle have some amazing, cool cards that would put Hallmark to shame. So you got to check it all out. She's the real deal. She's really helping us two leggers understand how to have harmony with the felines.
7: Yeah. Thanks. Oh, and uh, yeah, you can find her cards and another merchandise like mugs and all with photographs and cat art on them. And it, and that's at zazzlecom designer cat. All right. Well, pause up, Janice. Thanks. Thanks, Arden.
2: Hey everybody, we are still at the Cat Show. Oh my gosh, I have learned so much. I have enjoyed meeting all these people. There are so many cool people that really dig everything that's all feline. And I have a really special friend and an accomplished author. And she knows everything about cats and dogs. But she's got a lot to share. Many of you know her. I'm talking about the one and only Amy Sojai. Welcome to the show. I am so glad to be here. Thanks for having me on, Arden. All right, so we know you've written about a gazillion nonfiction books about cats and dogs. I don't think anything about
9: armadillos. Not yet about armadillos, but you never know. I think we could clicker train them.
2: I think so, too. And I, I make that armadillo reference to all my listeners out there and deep in
9: the heart of Texas, because where are you from now? Yeehaw! Just, I'm in North Texas, so I'm just north of Dallas, Texas. Can't you tell from my accent? Oh, she's just fibbing on you. She
2: is living in Texas. But you know what I'm really impressed with you is that you're a gifted writer, and you have now gone, and you're unleashed into the world of fiction. So tell us about that.
9: I have always, always loved fiction, and just to kind of make up stories and and tell tales, and this is a great opportunity to do this. In fact, I'm bringing all of the pet stuff that I've always written about and bringing it into the world of fiction, so that's exciting for me. Now I'm looking at this book. It's called Hide and Seek. Oh, Hide and Seek is actually my second thriller. It's the sequel to the first one, Lost and Found. And what is fun about that one is I got to get inside the mind of a dog. I've got, I have dog viewpoint in this because the dog really has his own character arc he has his own he doesn't talk this is not a dog, talking dog book but he has his own chapters so you learn the story from the dog's eye view and this is a dog that's been taught how to track lost pets so part of the plot of this is his best friend macy the main coon goes missing Uh-oh. and shadow the service dog and tracking dog gets to track him down and help save this kitty
2: all right. Now, I want people to know you're also an accomplished blogger. Tell us a little bit about how we can uh,
9: track you down. You can find me at amyshojai.com or just shojai.com. And that's S as in Sam, H O. J-A-I dot com. And it's okay. I answered a hey you. It took me three years to learn how to say the name right. And, you know, I'm still having to tell my parents how to say it because I taught them wrong.
2: Yeah, she's very happily married to a man with a tricky last name, pronounce.
9: Shojai, And, uh, you know, it's coming up on 34 years. Oh my god. Gosh, you know, we finally got each other trained. That's good. That's good. Now, you were at the
2: cat show. This was a big deal, this cat show. Something that caught your eye, your fancy? So,
9: oh, so many things caught my fancy. I love the pedigree cats, but there was this one thing. There's household pet cats where you don't have to have a long pedigree. You just have to be a beautiful house cat. And beauty, of course, is in the eye of the beholder. And I saw this little girl who was showing her first household pet cat and she was so excited when the judges brought her kitty up and Of course, praise the kitty, who's a beautiful little kitty. Now, I don't know if she placed or not, but just to see the excitement in this little girl's face, I think she's hooked. I think we got a new generation of feline fanciers. Absolutely, and there's just nothing, nothing better than that. What you want to do is you want to socialize your kids as well as your puppies and your kitties early on so that they have a wonderful life together.
2: You know, thank you for being on the show. I think we had a great cat show. And again, go to Sojai.com, check out our blog. And I love the name of your blog. Ah, my
9: blog is Bling Bitches and Blood, so I cover all bases. All right, that's a lot of bees. All right, guys, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take it easy. Wow, we
2: had a neovilus time here at the cat show. Zeke and I are a little doggone tired, but we learned a lot about different cat breeds, we hope you do wonderful things for your cats and your dogs. At this time I give a big pause up to my producer, Mark Winter, who makes this show happen each and every week. Check us out. You know that Pet Life Radio Now is the world's leading Pet Network on the planet. We're everywhere. You can download us off of iTunes and check us out on iHeartRadio. We have many ways for you to reach us. We have a great, great group of pet show hosts that cater all things pets. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two-, three-, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave.